Brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Hi. Hey. Hey. Were you in Fratelloni's recently? Uh, yes, I was. Well, uh, this must have been you then. Everyone seems to be in such a hurry all these days. They're yeah. screaming prejudice this and prejudice yeah. that. yeah. And, and a guy asked, uh, in what aisle can I find the Polish sausage? Yeah. And the clerk said, are you Polish? And the guy was offended. Was it you? Uh, uh, the guy was clearly offended. He said, yes, I am. But let me ask you something. If I had asked for Italian sausage, would you ask me if I was Italian? Right. Or if I had asked for German bratwurst, would you ask me if I was German? Right. Or if I asked for a kosher hot dog, would you have asked me if I was Jewish? You're getting mad now. Or if I asked for a taco, would you have asked if I was Mexican? Or if I had, uh, 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 would have asked for some whiskey, would you have asked, was I Irish? Yeah, damn it. What's going on? And the clerk said, no, I probably wouldn't. And the guy said, well, then, because I asked for Polish what sausage, why in the hell did you ask me if I'm Polish? And the clerk said, well, you're in the hardware store. <laughs> Boom. Hey, you're in the, in the hardware store. See, it's a joke. I got it. You see how guy that was in the, yeah. You know what? You, that, you, you know what? That joke almost doesn't work anymore. Why? Because it's too believable. Well, no. Right. no well, that too. It was but, seven. No, no. It almost doesn't work anymore because you, for example, at Fratelloni's, you can get those wonderful uh, pretzels. Dots. Oh. Dots. Yeah. You can get food sometimes in a hardware store these days. Crony's what was the hardware them. store you were in in South Dakota that had? Even the beer. Halley's? Like, uh, Halley's. like It was like Knack Hardware and Lounge. Yeah, it was Halley's. We discussed that last night on the beer show. What? The, the, the ever-expanding growth of craft beer, and I told Frat jokingly, hey, you should... Uh, you guys should start, you know, selling selling some pints in your store. I don't know why they wouldn't. And he actually said, you know, it's been discussed. Right. I'm <laughs> sure it has been. I saw uh, Mr. Fratelloni. Oh. And uh, was talking to him about the great... Uh, personal uh, whiskey that Mike had distilled. Ooh. And I said, I, I said to his dad, Larry, I said, I didn't know he was into that. And Larry said, he's into everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do our own rock and roll hall of fame. I, I uh, John might have to weigh in Monday on it, but the, uh, the inductees have been announced. Yeah. I'm sure John will weigh in for sure. Janet Jackson. That's a no for me. Uh, a lot of record sales, but so what? Yeah, exactly, you got to find a cutoff point. At- I don't know, quite the entertainer. I mean, really, radio Ch- changed the course. By the way, of Super Bowl halftime right, shows, right. you were talking about making an impact. Radiohead. I don't know enough about. They're them. the not, precious not, darlings. Not, not for though. me. They're too self indulgent. I agree. I just can't stand it. I see where Thom York came through town earlier this week. Uh, as a solo guy with computers and synthesizers. And okay. I can't stand it. Where did he perform? I think Northrop. Oh. Def Leppard. Not for me. I like a few of their jams, <sighs> well, though. Well, sure, but it's just... But it's, you know on? what this problem with this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is? They're letting too many people in. 
It's too easy to get in. Yeah, but Def Leppard had quite a following. Their music was, what were they, were heavy rock? What were they? They weren't really metal, were they? No. Stevie Nicks. Yes. Yeah. I'll go yes. Yep. I'll go yes. Is she already an in enduring, with Fleetwood Mac? An enduring female performer. Is she had already, some good stuff. But isn't she already in with Fleetwood Mac? I, I You would think. You have me at a disadvantage I don't know. Uh, the Cure. Yes. I'm going yes. Uh, yeah. I, I love their stuff. Uh, they were thought to be, what was the word back in their heyday? Gothic? What, what's the word I want? Yes. Yeah. Gothic? Yeah, I would say that would uh, be. I, I'm not buying it. Well, they were. Their fans would show up heavily made up with the dark eyeliner and things like that. And then they probably just went with it, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Roxy Music? That's yeah. what I was going to ask. I don't know. what What is Roxy Music? Uh, who? who uh, this is where we need height. I know their stuff, but I don't know their story. <laughs> Can't wait till he hears this on the podcast. It's going to be banging. Crazy. Kenny already text. put his fist through the uh, the dashboard of his 1976 GMC pickup. The Zombies. Hmm. I'm going to say yes, but with a with a uh, with an asterisk because I guess my follow up question would be: Well, then what? British 60s group are you not going to put in? Right. What were the zombies? Uh, Tell her no, no, no. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom oh, boom, yeah. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. What's your name? Yep. Who's your daddy? Okay. okay. I don't, that's really the only, sure. Yeah, that's the only two I know, though. But my point being, uh, if you're going to put the zombies in, well, then there's a, a dozen, uh, you know, the British invasion produced... The turtles, Dozen, uh, the swinging blue jeans, Mrs. Brown. The turtles were American. I'm talking about the British invasion. Sorry. Yeah. Who was the, Mrs. Brown? You've got Herman's Hermits. Daughter. Herman's Hermits. Okay. Mrs. My Brown, God, they do better you not be have in a there. Cup of water. <laughs> you know, he forgot he thought it was sugar. He was going to go over there see Mrs. Brown for some sugar. <laughs> Mrs. Brown, have you got a cup of water? That was Peter Noonan or Noon? Peter Noonan? In the Hermits? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was Herman's Hermits. Ah, Peter and the Hermits. Hermits. I don't know my British invasion. They were. Oh, really? I like those songs, but. Uh, Reavers. This will answer everything. Google. Are Herman's Hermits in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? All right. Here we go. Because that, that will end all discussion. I like the Turtles. That's that's good. But I'm they were American, you you're saying. Herman's, that's right. Herman's. They were Flo and Eddie, weren't they? Hermit. Herman's Hermits. That's Are they it. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Are they in? They, the they can't possibly be. Uh, rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do they have any stand? If they're in, they have no standards. Okay. Nice enough guys, but just the music was just wasn't there for you. Wasn't it was non-existent. They are not a, that's in good. the Hall of Fame. That's good. Manchester. What about it? That's where they're from. I don't care where they're from. I told you it was England. That's all I needed. And Barry, remember Barry? Barry. <laughs> Bury the tree? You're, no. Uh, I'll send you a pic. Bury. <laughs> don't, don't. Bury. <laughs> what do you mean about, what's about Bury? I think it's a different Bury. I don't think it's the Bury you're thinking of that I sent you the, the Bury picture of. Just the guy with the new tennis shoes? <laughs> huh? Is it? What do you didn't know if they were realistic converse or not? Oh. Yeah. Can I finish this, please? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Barry will be waiting for you when you get home. Yep. <laughs> Who the hell is Barry? Barry? Barry wants to know if you have old shows available. Barry, who the hell is Barry? 
You found out who Barry was, didn't oh. you? I have Barry. no idea what you're talking about. Um, we could tell that. We could. Okay, we could, let's we, do you it. You know, let's we can. It. We can. Well, you better uh, self-edit. Okay. My my brother, who always gets me on things, right? And I get sucked right into it. He was the one that first um, said, "My friend got a new pair of Converse," and I told him that those aren't authentic because they don't have the star. Right. And then he sent. A, he said, "I'm going to send her a picture of him, my friend." And he sent the picture. I got it. I, I know right. what that one was. Yeah, and that was the guy like, with the Barry? shoes on, but with this thing right, that was right, about a, right. holding up a table. The apparatus. Yes, and then I, I get that part. Okay. Who's Barry? Now, fast forward to um, my brother said Barry loves the show. Are you? Do you guys still hang out? And I said, Who the hell is Barry? And then he sent me a picture of this gentleman who I assumed is named Barry. Yeah, and he is a a big, uh, 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 muscular. Okay, um, a black guy. Yeah, and he is sitting one hundred percent buck naked. Okay. And he's ready. And Barry, he said, this is Barry. <laughs> and I got you on that, too. I yeah. said, Barry wants to know if their old shows are available. And you said, who the hell's Barry? The class of 2019, which will formerly, formally enter. How do I know Barry? This is, uh, <laughs> Pat was funny to get to. We got Pat, too. <laughs> I have no idea who Barry is. And then once I showed him, he said, ha, 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 ha. Oh, my God. The best part about getting Patrick... Was because Pat. This he is doesn't what, like to be gotten. He no, does. He no. hates it. But but he was on the line down in Fort Myers doing the broadcast That's from right. Hammond Stadium, and I said, "Put him in queue so we can hear his reaction." So Rook goes, "Hey Pat, um, a guy named Barry was asking if you were still how long you were in Fort Myers for." Oh, and the you know, your friend Barry. Yeah, right. your friend Barry. I don't know who this is. So then Rook <laughs> sent the text to him, and we hear the deep, racy belly laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just we got damn. It. Anyway, the Hall of Fame. So why, yeah, why uh, you Herman's so Hermits. Yep, and Barry. The class of 2019, which will be formally enter the Pantheon on March 29 at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. It's in Ohio, I thought. It's in Cleveland. I guess they have it in Brooklyn. Represents a varied cross-section of the last half century of pop music with giants of classic and alternative rock, as well as a couple of acts from zones that the hall still glances at only occasionally. Dance music and crowd-pleasing 1980s pop metal. The seven inductees, the biggest class since 04, are mostly uncontroversial choices, which may help the Hall duck the criticism it has often received because of its opaque internal politics. The artists who did not make the cut mm. include LL Cool J, cool J nope. Kraftwerk, never heard of and the funk band Rufus. I've never heard of the no. funk band Rufus. Yeah. The problem is. Can I save this and just yes, so we yeah. can run this past yes, height? Because we need somebody more uh, that's in tune a little bit more than, than the, these two. The problem we're starting to see, and we, we saw it just this last week with Major League Baseball. We got to have some standards. If we're just letting anybody in, you know, Harold Baines I, got in. Excuse me. We I, can't, we can't, we got to have standards. Excuse right. me. Excuse standards. me. Here we go. Excuse me. Found it. Drop some coins in the bucket for him. I began the, I began the segment. I'm agreeing with you. Well, you. You were a bit tardy. You were tardy. Well, Barry threw me the off. Game. Maybe you were yogging. Yeah. Thinking about Barry. I have a tremendous ray of hope coming up that will uh, lighten your hearts. Uh, it's it's sad and yet lovely. Uh, it'll lighten your hearts about the youth of America. 
The Joe Souchere here for Federated Insurance. I'm not a math guy, but here are a couple of numbers that should get your attention. 2,440,000 injured and 35,092 dead. Those are National Safety Council vehicle numbers from 2015. Federated Insurance reminds us that these are much more than statistics. These are family members, friends, and neighbors. Distracted driving continues to be an epidemic, but unfortunately, it's not the only factor in vehicle crashes. It could be this way. A driver is running late, making a delivery, and is speeding. When traffic came to a halt from road construction, the driver can't stop in time and strikes the rear of another vehicle, causing a four-car chain reaction and multiple serious injuries. Ask yourself, do you accelerate when a traffic light turns yellow? Do you decrease your speed during bad weather or in road construction zones? Do you make a full stop at stop signs? The National Safety Council reports nearly one-third of traffic fatalities occurred in speed-related crashes. Think about that and don't become a statistic. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's their business to protect yours. Justice and the Souteray. Uh, Joe alerted me to this. Joe's from Fairmount. Joe Lowmiller from Fairmont, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You play baseball in Fairmont, don't you, Reeves? What's you that? You play baseball in Fairmont? I'm sorry. Did I take you no. away from your Facebook no, post? No, I, I, I was just putting I just his headphones, my headphones on. on. I see. I, I'm Farabow, not Fairmont. No, I know. I said, do you play baseball in Fairmont? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Uh, he uh, he alerted me to this story. In case you need a story for the ray of hope. This is quite the ray of hope. You ready? A 12-year-old Michigan boy who'd been working odd jobs to raise money for a gravestone for his best friend oh my God. is getting some help. Funeral home owner David Tetchner uh, decided to donate a headstone after reading the Detroit News story about Caleb... Clackulac, who had been best friends with Kenneth K.J. Gross since second grade. K.J. died in May after years of chemotherapy to fight leukemia. K.J.'s mother, Lysandra Singleton, had to quit her job to take care of her son and could not afford a headstone. So Caleb started raking leaves and collecting bottles with hopes of raising $2,500 for a headstone to honor his friend. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Wow. Tetchner, who owns Ira Kaufman Chapel in the Detroit suburb of Southfield, told the Detroit News that the story touched my heart. Here's this 12-year-old kid who saw a need and did what needed to be done, Tetchner said. So I'm just following this young man's lead. Caleb said he's glad. Singleton said she is overwhelmed. That's the uh, dead child's mother. Singleton said she is overwhelmed and grateful for the outpouring of support, though she said the attention has caused her to relive some hard moments. It's a double-edged sword because it's sad, but at the same time, it's wonderful to see so much compassion, she said. The marker was completed Tuesday. That would be this past Tuesday. And will soon be transported to KJ's gravesite at Elmwood Cemetery in Detroit. The headstone features an image of an angel, holding a heart with the inscription, K.J. Gross, cherished son, brother, and friend. Okay. Okay. So all is not lost. All is not lost. I'll see. They're out there. Here's a picture of uh, Caleb here. Will you give me the, I'm sorry, Caleb, what's Caleb's last name? I want to, I want to find the story so I can post it. Clackulak. K-L-A-K. K-L-A-K. Yep. K-A-L-K. Boy, that surgery wasn't perfect, was it? No. K. It's like that, um. Sex change surgery. It's not. It hasn't been perfected yet. Huh? No, it's, it, it it is perfect to tell you the truth. 
uh, but I'm still dilated. I found it. To I found well, that's it. what the problem is. It's not the surgery. It's just you're still on the stuff. Well, and I got to see now I'm going. <clears throat> see, for 100 years, I needed cheaters. And then about two years ago, I suddenly no longer needed cheaters. Mm-hmm. I could see perfectly without cheaters reading something, right. but I couldn't see far away. Mm. Well, thus the development of cataracts. So now the cataract has been removed. And as I told you earlier, but you were, you know, in your mocking mood. Yeah, what did you tell me? I forgot. I saw that I just couldn't believe how beautiful oh, yeah. the sky the looked sky. and the trees and the snow. And it well, just. I'm, after mocking you the first time, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you had the surgery. And see, successful. I think the trade off you make, well, I know the trade off you make is that uh, I'll be glad to go back to cheaters because now I can see in the distance again. Right. So there you have Perfect. it. Perfect. Where was I? Oh, there's a picture of, of Caleb yeah. here with the uh, with the rake over his shoulder. What a great kid! Mm-hmm. That is that's the center is holding today. It the is center, the, he's it, temporarily the center is holding. It is with that kid, isn't yes. it? Wow. Well, on that cheery note, I want you to go to Molars because they got you covered for Christmas, and uh, you're running out of time, people. Who's kidding? Who? We're running out of time. Uh, next Friday. That'll be the last Friday before Christmas. This is the second Friday before Christmas. There's a great event at all three RF Moeller jeweler stores. They're bringing in an expanded selection of colored gemstone jewelry uh, today through Sunday. You got that? Today through Sunday. This means sapphires, rubies, emeralds, even gemstones we uh, likely have not heard of before. And all colored gemstone jewelry is 15 to 25% off during these days. You can visit uh, the Moeller stores in Edina, 50th in France. St. Paul, that's the flagship that Dad started 67 years ago. That's Ford in Cleveland in Highland Park and downtown Minneapolis in Gavaday Common or online at rfmoeller.com. And what's the best part for a klutz? Uh, they are going to gift wrap that Beautifully. professionally. Beautifully. And don't wait until, uh, don't pull a rookie and wait until December 23rd, December 22nd. Go there now. I got to make my visit. I'm afraid it's going to have to be this weekend. Mm. Not afraid. I mean, I like going there. No, I know what you're saying. But uh, get it off of your list now. It's it's uh, nothing, nothing uh, is more exciting to certain people than the RF Moeller gift wrap uh, box under the tree. I've taken advantage of it. Many, many mm-hmm. times. Well, plus, you know, you can, you can get a little something on the side, if you know what I'm saying. It's not, yeah. They'll help you out. They're all family people. They'll, they know what they're doing. Exactly. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful stuff. Say, you know Wally Westcott. Yeah. Westcott Antiques on West 7th across from Patrick McGovern's. He reminds me every year, and I think I have some children in mind who I'll, I'll take down there. He has a very unusual manger scene mm-hmm. every year. Are you aware yes. of that? Yes, very aware. And he reminded me of it uh, this year. Uh it's called, uh, is it called Rose's Christmas Window? Yes. Uh, and it features, uh, boy, he writes poorly. Wally, why don't you get a typewriter? Have you, have the, Wally, do you get a typewriter or a computer, please? Have Kurt, your son, uh, write it out for us, will you, next time? Well, it's a manger scene that contains real, they're not living, but real uh, birds, deer, ducks, pheasant, turtle, fox, rabbit, squirrel, porcupine, snake, raccoon, alligator, kitten, chicken, etc. Uh, there's a theme problem there, Wally. I don't know why a snake and a ra- uh, and an alligator. Uh, a serpent. A why a serpent? What do you mean what do you mean by real? Well, they're so they're they're, they're, they're probably have been taxidermied. Oh, they're, they're stuffed. Right. They're they're real. Uh, please let your listeners know about this so that some day their kids uh, and uh, and their grandchildren will see a real 
uh, display instead of looking it up on a on a screen right. somewhere. So all you got to do is go out and stand on the corner. It's Seventh uh, and uh, Chestnut. It's a nifty store. It's uh, been there for a while, and you can get lost in the store. It's so there's so much to look. Well, at. anyway, if you're looking for something for the kids to see, uh, <clears throat> that's, that's a unique what? manger scene. You can get a two for one. You got your uh, Wells Fargo skating rink. Yeah, I think they charge four bucks to. to yeah, but for did you hear the temperatures over the weekend? It oh, could hit man. forty tomorrow. And that's not a refrigerated rink. It might be. Kind well, of- I don't care about skating. I'd rather have forty. Sorry, well, but, kids. But I'm just saying, if you're going downtown. <laughs> You know, Rice Park is under construction, but they got that kind of lit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go check out uh, Westcott's uh, window, mm-hmm. and then you go get something to eat. It's festive. Was, wasn't there a story we had of uh, the real-life manger scene? And didn't the didn't somebody let the donkey out? Or well, Help hey, it's, me. It's not ringing a bell. It's not ringing a bell? The cathedral has a marvelous manger scene. Yeah, you, you risked your life one year. Yeah, climbing uh, up to it. Climbing up to it. Yeah. That's up now. It's on such a hill, though, that I will not attempt to climb again. No, I don't, because remember, I told you you're not supposed to fool around. That's right. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Guess what's coming? Winter's coming. Oh. What? Hey, a week from today. Oh. Par-tay. I'm looking forward to it. At Summit Brewing. Chris, tell us all about it. I can't wait. A week from today, uh, Friday, December 21st, we're having our very first uh, Garage Logic uh, on location. Yeah, and that's not going to happen very often. <laughs> so, so, uh, but you better get so there because that's not going to happen very yeah, often. Uh, registration is going to run. We, we kind of extended it. We, we're going to run it through midnight this Sunday. So you have until, well, you have until 11.59 p.m., on Sunday well, to how many register. people can get a ticket? Uh, we're going to give away, we've upped it a little bit, we're going to give away 175 tickets. So the winner and their guest uh, are going to get to come to Summit Does Brewing. Does that mean 175 times two? So that'd be 350 people. Mm-hmm. We, I, I, I was over there on Wednesday, actually, wow. um, doing some uh, pregame analysis, and those guys are convinced we can fit 350 people in there. Into the Rat Skeller. Oh, I think so. So you're going to get a free, everybody, uh, winner and guests, are going to get a free pint uh, at the Rat Skeller. They're going to get a free sample of the brand spanking new Summit 21 that they're brewing just for this event. Mm-hmm. For the, this is a, this is a high holy day for the 21sters. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spring begins. They're also going to get a Summit four pack sampler pack that they can take on their way out. You cannot really? drink it. On the premises, that's illegal. So you get that on your way out that you get to take home with Why you. Why is it illegal to drink beer at a at a rat scale? You can't they you can only consume products that, that are you dispensed. buy at the, at the bar? Correct. Or? Okay. It's it's all it's Minnesota liquor laws. It has I nothing see. to do with Summit. I see. Uh and also you're gonna get to hang out with us. We're gonna stick some around swag. after you're gonna get some free swag. You know what else they have there that I found out on Wednesday? Hmm. Summit's got some pretty cool gear, you know, hats and t shirts yeah. and things of that nature. They have an a really cool green hooded sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. The Summit logo is made out of hockey sticks. Really, it's super wow. cool. Okay, um, so we're, we're so gonna, real hockey sticks are sewn to the sweatshirt. Yes, 
real hockey sticks. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to buy one. Wouldn't that be uncomfortable? No. Well, especially after moron number two here goes home and cooks a pizza in his oven and is wearing <laughs> half the pizza. And half the, the hockey sticks yeah, start on fire. You, uh, right. How do you wash that? <laughs> There's a charitable component to this. I want you to explain that. So all proceeds generated not only that day but that entire weekend are going to help uh, the relief efforts for the campfires out in uh, Chico, California, because people that work at the Sierra Nevada brewery basically lost everything. Out it's in confusing that that fire was called the campfire. It is. It's, it, 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 that's what it was called. It was by no means an innocent campfire. No. That was just the evil name given to it. But what's neat is how all of these breweries essentially rally around each other, and they say, hey, how can I help? What can I do? I mean, for God's sake... The, the the guys up at Twenty First Amendment. I just found out last night we had them on the beer show last mm-hmm. night. They 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 called Sierra Nevada. They're up in San Francisco, and they said, "What do you need us to do?" Mm-hmm. So they they brewed another brewery's beer just to keep them afloat. That that's the kind of camaraderie that exists what? in that in that world. What cannot be solved by beer? See, so a couple of ways to enter. You can go to the Garage Logic Facebook page. There's a there's a, a, a registration form right there. It's also on the Garage Logic Twitter account. Or if you haven't had the chance, just email us and I'll send you the link uh, via email. Just go to the Garage Logic page online at garagelogic.com. Tim Werner alerts me to this. Uh, coming soon to Minnesota in our ever evolving quest to keep up with Europe and California in taxes and progressivism. You ready, mm-hmm. fellas? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, i got to get this at the right distance to read. See? California regulators want to tax text messages to increase no. to increase funds for programs that bring connectivity to underserved residents. No. Mm-hmm. No. A new surcharge proposed by the California Public Utilities Commission would not be a per-text tax, but a monthly fee-based uh, but a monthly fee based on a cellular bill that includes any fees for text messaging services. Most carriers offer a flat fee option for texting and already charge a similar fee to other services included on the bill, such as phone calls. The exact structure of the charge would vary from carrier to carrier. The commission will vote on the measure Jan 10. 2019 and is facing strong opposition from industry trade groups, uh, which represent uh, like C- CTIA, which represents AT and T, uh, Mobility, Sprint, and T-Mobile. Did you know AT and T is the parent company of CNN? Mm-hmm. I, I, did I didn't not, know that. I did not know that. Mm. It was 50, not a cheap acquisition, by the way. The 52-page proposal by the California Public Utilities Commission Commissioner Carla J. Peterman lays out the details of the plan and says the state's public purpose program budget is going on while income fees to fill it are decreasing. Uh, Currently, the surcharge rate is less than 7%. The proposed plan could be complicated by a new Federal Communications Commission ruling on Wednesday the FCC-approved a new rule that classifies text messages as an information service like email. Proponents proponents of the rules say it will give the carriers the ability to crack down on spam messaging, and critics say it could lead to carriers censoring messages. Well, you know it's going to happen. It'll happen here. There's going to fully, fully go through here. 
we keep electing people who believe it is their job to continue to dream up new ways for the government to have more money. Right. Uh, thus, uh, Tim Walls, let's legalize dope. Let's uh, put fees on text messages. Uh, the uh, the industry group ruled in a legal filing submitted Wednesday that if texts are information, then the uh, California Public Utilities Commission doesn't have authority over them and can't add on surcharges. It claims the proposal would go against federal law. The industry group also says the proposal would create inequity between wireless carriers and other providers of messaging services, such as WhatsApp, Message, and Skype. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like, well, I don't like it because it's just another tax. Right. They're, that's And this is, it's easy. It's easy because it's uh, worldwide. Everybody's doing it. Well, uh, put on your uh, dark hat and, <laughs> and uh, try to figure out where this ultimately could lead. It could ultimately lead to the state. I'm being, I hope I'm being hyperbolic, but who knows in this day and age. What this could ultimately mean is not only an invasion of privacy, but it could result in the state determining uh, how many texts you get to make. Yep. Right. Well, but they know. Or if you haven't made enough, they might crack down and say, get your texting level up. We want your money. And when this gets enacted, I think everyone else is going to start licking their chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with with maybe calls. Now let's do calls. We did text messages. Now let's do calls. Well, I'm sure there's, already, there's already a surcharge on calls. You know, Royce, being the lefty that he is, remember he's always said, "How much money could you generate if you taxed a, every uh, email a penny?" <laughs> he he was onto that years ago. I'm surprised that they don't email. Email's been uh, pretty much. Uh, let go. Or I mean, neglected. the ultimate darkness that you could see from this is the state controlling how, when, and who you talk to. We will tell you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're headed that way in many areas. Uh, California is a, is a way out in front of dreaming up new taxes, so it doesn't surprise me at all. This probably will pass. Oh, I'm sure it will. The lefties out in California mm-hmm. to start it out with. Yep, boom. Consider it done. I think then uh, when the New Yorkers get it, they'll complain about it, but they'll still have to pay it. Well, I, I suppose the pushback would be you stop texting, but it's become so it's become so convenient. <clears throat> Most of the work we do here between us when we're not in this building is done via texting. And they usually start with, hey, bleeping dummy. Hey, yeah. dummy. Hey, <laughs> answer your phone. Yeah. Right. Which you're guilty of not doing. Yeah. But I always don't have it with me, though, in my uh, defense. But I called you today to complain about something. And, yeah, because uh, I was still locked in on the computer from yesterday. Yeah, don't ever do that again. Make sure when you get out, you get completely out. Well, I think all. I did because Johnny Height was locked in on the other one. <laughs> well, let so me I tell the story, and I'll tell it on myself. Okay. I came in, wasn't here yesterday, only to discover that you had helped yourself mm-hmm. to my computer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but you did. Yep. So when I went down to, when I sat down to log on, it was Matt Mikulski. Yep. And I went, there is a provision to click on other user. Yeah. Sweet. And I did. Yep. And it twice rejected me. So then I called you. Mm-hmm. I might have been a little impatient. I think you were, uh, yeah, you were a little, you were a little might panicked. Might have been a little impatient. 
And I, I said, you were, uh, I was on an elevator. I was going to say, my wife. what was the noise I was I hearing? I was on an elevator with my wife and my father. He's looking for a prospective new uh, a place to live. He was looking. You at. never answer your phone, <clears throat> but you answered it today, and you happen to be on an elevator. A very small elevator that yeah. had bad acoustics. Yeah, and I, I said in no uncertain terms, uh, "This is not letting me on here. Sure. What the hell did you do?" Right. And uh, then I hung up. Right. And I went off in search. Of one of our computer gurus. Right. Call the computer department. So I, I did find one. <laughs> did you hear If the, you say his name, I'll know it. Probably uh, Rich Miller or John. Or, I think uh, it was John. It was John. Johnny Lockett. It was John. Yeah. Johnny. So I dragged John down there. And I say, John, uh, this moron used the computer right. rookie. And I right can, away. I can't get on it. And he said, well, show me what you're doing. And I typed in my username, Jay Souchere. Yep. And just password. No, stop. mama likes it hot. Yeah, no, yep. stop, stop. He said, well, "Wait a minute, are you sure that's your username? Aren't you GL Joe?" And I went, "Oh, you're right." Oh, <laughs> so I typed GL Joe. Here we go. In the password, and boom, I was right in. Oh, okay. so I, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was introducing to the computer the wrong username. So what you're saying then, and I find this terribly shocking, mm -hmm. um, that there was a technical issue and it just so happened to be operator error. It was operator error. My fault well, completely. First time ever. I mean, that's my never fault happened completely. before. Right, yeah. right. Jay Souchere is my username at, a, at the newspaper. Right. Here it's GL Joe. Did you hear the... Um... And I was really trying to get in with Jay Souchere. Right. And so that's when I called you uh, and read you the riot act because yeah. it wasn't letting me in when all along it was my fault. And that's okay. You know, I've got thick skin and it rolls off waterproof. Well, I, I but know. Did you hear the... Um, uh, when you were on the elevator, did you hear the I joke? screeching or something. Well, my dad had just told the joke. Yeah. Oh. And it was about when, when he walked into the hardware store yeah. and he was asking uh, where the Polish sausage was. Oh, yeah. See that was that was a joke we Did had. Did I earlier. blow that one already? We had that earlier. Oh, okay, uh, maybe that's why I heard we had that. Earlier. That's why it sounded familiar to me. Mm -hmm. Any technical item is is bound to throw me off my game. I'll tell you that. You know, speaking of that, um, Kelsey had a note along those same lines. Joe, remember that story we heard about the Irishman? Which one? Well, he was stumbling through the woods. You know, he's totally drunk. Yeah. Oh, boy. When he comes upon a preacher baptizing people in the river. Oh, I did hear this one. He yeah. proceeds into the water, subsequently bumping into the preacher. The preacher turns around and is almost overcome by the smell of alcohol, whereupon oh. he asks the drunk, are you ready to find Jesus? And the drunk shouts, yes, I am. I'm going to help you. So yep. the preacher grabs him and he dunks him in the water. He pulls him back and asks, brother, have you found Jesus? And the drunk replies, no, I have not no, found I Jesus. No, I haven't. The preacher, shocked at the answer, dunks him again, but for a little longer. And then he again pulls him out of the water and he oh asks, have you found Jesus, brother? The drunk answers, no, I have not found Jesus. Oh. Well, this, by this time, time the pastor's really angry, oh, isn't he? He, he right. and his wife, they're just at wit's end. And then, of course, he dunks him. And this time he holds him down for 30 seconds. The drunk is kicking and screaming. The preacher asks, for the love of God, have you found Jesus? And he says, no, I can't find him. Where is he? I can't find the punchline. Well, I no, know the punchline. No. No. Yeah. Are, Are you, you sure, sure this, this is, is where, where he fell, fell in? in? How could you do the whole joke? My and email uh, froze as I was trying to roll down. What are you, what are you President George Herbert Walker Bush? <laughs> Couldn't tell a joke. Well, you heard about life. the two Irish guys that went hunting in Scotland. No. I didn't. And a terrible storm came up. Oh, boy. And they were alone and didn't yeah. know what to do. And they, uh, they saw a farmhouse yonder. And they knocked on the door and a very lovely, lovely woman. Uh, answered the door. Yep. 
And they said, ma'am, we're, uh, we're in trouble here. There's a gathering storm, and we, we just need uh, some shelter for the night. If you don't mind, we'll, uh, we'll be glad to sleep in your, uh, in your barn. And she said, well, you know, I, I can't do a Scottish accent, but she said, uh, mm. you know, I lost my husband. I'm, I'm lonely out here. I wouldn't mm. mind knowing that there are two fellows around. Make yourself at home in that barn. And, in fact, I'll, I'll bring you some food and some, some water and coffee and whatever. And they said, thank you very Perfect. much. And then— uh, And then, uh, right. What do you got there? Bob? Then a year goes by. A year, one year. And uh, and uh, oh God, I think I'm gonna forget it. I, th- I know but, your eyes but, are messed when, up. When one guy, they... one guy gets a letter from the woman. Yeah. Nine months later. Oh boy. He gets a letter from the woman, and uh, he goes to his friend, and said, "When we were at the." Uh, at that woman's house nine months ago. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to sneak out of the barn and go visit her in the house? Oh, my. And use my name? And his friend sheepishly said, I got to tell you, Harry, that was me. I did that. Oh. What happened? And he said, well, she died and she's left me everything. <laughs> oh, see? See, it was a... See, nine months is the key sure, to that. Sure, because oh, and, that's, and, you're uh, thinking there was a child involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. I think I understand that. What what is this now? Who's yeah. better take line ten? Hello. Uh, yes. Sir. Why are we telling uh, jokes on the podcast? <laughs> because I don't know why. A couple just came up here as we're trying to close it out. Uh, yesterday we had. Uh, uh, was it a best of podcast yesterday? Yes, but with a with a portion of you current current. Yes, and I think your uh, very hardworking staff. I uh, put together a uh, a joke that uh, a segment where I was uh, talking about uh, the blue paint joke. The blue paint joke. Yes. Yep. Why are red and blue paint? Why do they smell alike? Right. <laughs> no. No, that's that's well, not. Well, I, I, I don't have my notes. <laughs> no. What is blue and smells like red paint? I don't know. <laughs> What is blue and smells like red paint? Blue paint. See? Get it? No, red. No. Red paint. You open the can of red paint, it smells like red paint. Right. And but it also smells like blue paint. But paint blue sm- is different color. That's right, but paint smells like paint. <laughs> a joke is not funny. No, Brooke, I Brooke, that joke is not funny. I agree it's with pretty, I, think it's I agree good. with Pat. It's not funny. It's not funny. No. Rook, uh, that might work on that Gabriel Mikulski as a three-year-old, but not uh, not us. That's right. All right, I, I won't tell it anymore. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Is that it? That's it. Thank what you. Wasn't another joke? Nope, that's it for that. We're done. What about the Polish sausage? That, we did that already. Joke? We oh. did that. <laughs> yeah. All right. We did that. All right. What is red? It's... <laughs> he, I, I remember he had to write it down. Yeah, he did. He, he And he wrote down. Blue paint. Blue paint. Well, he lost his notes. Mm. I am not a good joke teller. No, he's not. Well, it's because he lacks patience. Not he a wants good to waiter. get to the punch. Not line. a good waiter. Hey, it looks like on on uh, Monday's podcast, uh, if all goes well with her people, you're going to speak with Deanna 
Martin. Dino's daughter. Dino's daughter. She is a. Uh, she's had a career not as successful as her father's. As well, a, we uh, shouldn't even say that. For all I know, she's gangbusters on the nightclub circuit. I could be, yeah. but I mean, we just. I, I didn't. I didn't even know about her until I saw this press release. Right. So it'll be fun to uh, to see what she has to say about baby. It's cold outside, and then uh, find out what she's doing. And I want to find out about her dad. I'd like to know. I could look it up. Uh, who did her dad have it? Who was his accompanying uh, female artist when he had it as a hit in 1959? I think that's I'll have to look that up. Perfect question. Mm-hmm. But that'll be on Monday's uh, podcast. All right. Uh, or the, the next podcast after this one, I should say. Yeah, this is podcast number 63, Friday, December 14th, 2018. The next podcast will be GL podcast number 64. Uh, we just did 50, it seems like. Well, I'm sorry. We're at, uh, the next one will be 64. I know. Things are just flying by is what I'm saying. Right. You know, I can see so well now that I found the number to my uh, hair person. I'm going to get a haircut. I think it's about time for I you really there, big guy. Yeah. It really is. Really racking up the yeah. uh, follicles, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. Hey, go get a cut at Southdale. Like we were yeah, at Yeah, go advertised. get a haircut at Southdale, bro. Remember? All right, folks. GarageLogic.com is where you can uh, find out all sorts of great information. What books are on Joe's bookshelf in Author's Corner? The latest from Greg Holcomb. And boy, does he have a pretty good one with Johnny Height playing with flip-flops on in the snow. And don't forget to rate us on Apple iTunes. We appreciate your feedback. Good, bad, or whatever. Questions, comments, feedback, concerns. We love it all. And we thank you that you're sticking with us throughout this time. If you're going to a holiday party, Christmas party, have fun this weekend, and we'll catch you in the next Garage Logic podcast. <laughs>